Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. You're about to listen to a Women in Tech Remix episode, where we present to you a curated selection of impactful clips from previous episodes that you may have missed. And be sure to follow the links in the show notes to listen to the full episodes. Three, two, one. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. Hey, my name is Yulia Mamanov. I'm a head of content at Lemon.io. We're connecting uh, Eastern European developers uh, with uh, American startups. I was born and raised in Ukraine, based in Israel now. I would say it was <laughs> it was a trial and failure, right, <laughs> approach for me. So I tried to have it all and I tried to do it all myself when my son was just born. And it felt like, well, you know, he's sleeping a lot. So I can just, you know, like I can nurse and create content. I can, you know, like put him in a sling and just, you know, like do the, collect the text packs for the next piece of content. And then I just realized that I can't. So for me, it was just one day I just realized that I, unless I want to no, unless I'm ready for a heavy burnout, I have to delegate. And now is the time. I'm often asking for help from my team. And um, I happen to have an incredible team. And I also learned one of the things that I learned is I have to live with my imperfection. You know, it's like maybe it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. But for me, I'm a perfectionist. So I usually expect a lot from myself. And I just I am um, sometimes it just <laughs> it is painful to realize that I'm not a perfect mom and I'm not a perfect head of content. Uh, maybe I could have been better at both of these things if I only choose if I only chose one thing, you know, like either to work or to be a full-time caregiver. But it also humbles me a lot to live with that imperfection and remind myself why I'm doing each of these things. So I want my kid to have a great, you know, like a good role model of a mom that had a dream. She wanted to pursue it. And so for that, she had to sacrifice a few things. And she has to say a lot of no's to, you know, like to different things that are distracting her. But she's pursuing her dream. And also, I remind myself that why I'm homeschooling my kid and why, as a family, we chose this path. It helps me keep keep balance and not, you know, like not, you know, like not feel despair every time I see that I'm not perfect and I could have done better. Well, nobody has it perfect, you know, like, so it just helps me stay sane. A hundred percent. I think that is really powerful. What's one of the best pieces of advice that you've gotten that's helped you accelerate in your career? In the beginning of my career, I had this great chief marketing officer who told me that marketing is about experiments. Ever since then, I keep reminding myself that it is true. Every great marketing move was once an experiment. 
you know, it was once an experiment. And so I just let myself experiment with different things. And I just let myself try out different hypotheses for, you know, like for content and uh, different types of content and different platforms to post it on. And, you know, like different funnels and metrics to analyze. And if it doesn't help us grow, so be it. I just move on and try out something else. My name is Arti Ramamurthy. I am an angel investor, product advisor, co-host of The Good Time Show. I'm based in San Francisco. Um, I just happen to be really lucky. I've always been interested in computers. I I think I started writing code when I was 13. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, one of those like typical nerds. um, and, And, you know, I didn't realize, like only when I came to the US, I realized that nerds could be used in like in a in a not so nice way i always thought nerds was like the highest compliment anybody could ever get and so i always pause before i say that but you know i started writing code very early on my dad bought uh, a pc uh, i think it was a second hand computer and uh, i started like tinkering with it and started like writing some basic code and then you know uh took computer science in high school start, really started falling in love with it yeah at that point you know, it was like right when I was going into college was, you know, right after the dot-com bust and, you know, everybody was staying away from computers, at least in India. And for me, it was like, I just didn't think there was another path. Like I mm-hmm. had to go do this. So I ended up joining Microsoft even um, a year before I even graduated and started working on like really low level developer tools. So, you know, super geeky stuff and like writing like binders, compilers, that kind of thing. And then ended up working on Xbox, the gaming platform. That was really fun. Learned a lot. Really, really smart people. It just, you know, I could not believe that Microsoft was like actually paying me for doing this. Um, <laughs> and it's just really, really fun experience. So that was kind of my first foray into like technology and computers. I have a master's in computer science. So by the time I graduated, computers became cool again. And there were like lots and lots of interesting startups and, you know, tech was like really booming again. So in a way, I just became, I got really lucky because mm-hmm. if I had graduated during the dot-com bust, I would have probably, you know, not found the success that I have had now. Um, and so just right place, right time and finding this this interest in computers very early on and just sticking with it. And did you have a mentor? Actually, early in the days, uh, uh, back then I did not because I didn't really know. I was too introverted, too intimidated to actually reach out and talk to anybody else. So no, not really. But, you know, there are always people who we'd like look up to, both me and my uh, husband, then boyfriend. Uh, we would, you know, our, one of our first uh, date movies was a pirated copy of uh, <laughs> pirated, Pirates of Silicon Valley. I where, love it. You know, there's this guy, you know, who, who plays Steve Jobs and he has this very passionate first dialogue where he's like, if you can make a dent in the universe, why wouldn't you? And we were like, yeah, like, why wouldn't you? And, it, you know, it just we were very young and impressionable back then. And uh, so I didn't quite have mentors as such, but I had, you know, I just looked up to a lot of these like tech founders and, you know, entrepreneurs who like kind of made it in Silicon Valley. And so for us, like doing what I'm doing now was the ultimate holy grail, like living in San Francisco, working in tech. Um, you know, I still, there are days when I wake up and I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this. It's, it's great. 
I'm Asha J, CEO and founder of Incorporate, which is I-N-C-O-P-E-R-A-T-E dot com. And we're based in Santa Monica, California. Don't quit. It, there's going to be moments where you have self-doubt, but the only way something fails is when you quit. Like that you can flail, it can even not work out. But if you don't quit, it means that you are willing to take what hasn't worked out and apply that towards the next chapter as well. You know, so it's, it's never like anything has been a failure because everything has been a learning experience, has been something that you can take forward and apply towards what you were actually meant to do. So I never take it as a negative and tech as a space, especially when you're a startup founder and a first time founder and a woman. It is exponentially harder to fundraise, to do anything. Um, I can't tell you the n amount of uh, walls I've hit as a female founder that a man just would not even encounter. And also a lot of patronizing moments where you have older GPs from venture capital firms that, you know, hit on you or say the inappropriate passing remark and then, you know, half-assedly apologize for it. It can be a lot of small microaggressions, you know, and again, it, it really is dependent on who you're sitting in front of. It's not the case with everybody. But I would say as a woman, you hit a lot more walls. It's a lot harder to raise money. People ask you to justify instead of upsell your product. Uh, you are asked for your domain expertise every step of the way. Men talk to one another better than they're willing to listen to you or receive you uh, and talk to you, even if they're within your own team. Sometimes I've had difficulties being heard within my own team because a lot of them are men. And it's interesting to navigate all of that with resilience and, and sort of the passion for why you're showing up. If you know the why, that helps you survive a lot of the, the obstacles you hit. And ultimately, I think if you don't, you know, give up on it, on it, on, it on, on what it is that you're trying to show up for and why you started all of this, why you're enduring this enormous amount of responsibility, pressure, uh, sleepless nights, the whole nine yards. If you know the why then and you stand by it, it will find some way of coming alive. This app is, is sort of the starting point. But like, you know, even then, so many people will tell you so many things like, oh, this may not work out for whatever reasons that they think it may not work out. You know, market does not big enough. <clears throat> we don't think we can fund this because of the fact that like you've not hit market yet. We thought you would be at market sooner. Like there could be a thousand reasons why something may not happen. OK, but if you listen to every one of the no's, you're never going to move towards the yes that you felt inside of you when you started this. And things are happening when they're meant to happen. I genuinely believe that like, it all, it's all coming together. It, it may take a little longer for you than it did for the other person, but so be it. Like, just stay with it. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.